Guys, people, on today's show, we talk about the fourth quarter and how you survive and make it through life when you're tired, you're worn out, you're defeated, you're depressed, you don't know how you're going to make it until the next day, but all we do is pray, and uh, why am I freestyling right now? We also get into a couple of scriptures, and I share a song that I've never shared with anyone before. Look, check this out. You can email me, Music at gmail.com. We also have a new page to support us at coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com slash inspire. Guys, people, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Joy, the inspiration. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. So we are entering a very, very important time of year, super intense time of year right now. We are in the fourth quarter, people. Yes, October is the start of the fourth quarter. Now, that didn't used to matter that much to me personally. I wasn't a person that was keeping score every year. You know what I'm saying? And keeping track of what quarter it was. But my mind started to change on that a, a couple years ago. Uh, maybe when I started taking um, whatever my goals were for the year a little more serious. Because you got to track things and like to keep up with how you're doing with them. I think one of the mistakes I used to make in the past is I would set goals. And we've talked a lot about this on this show through the, the last couple of years. But I, I would set all these goals and not really do a bunch of things, you know what I'm saying, to make them like happen. And you never really go back and check on them again. And it's like, oh, what happened to those? Like, oh, no, nah, I don't know. I just set new goals. <laughs> like, that's what we do sometimes. We just set new goals and say, forget the other ones. But I think it's very important to start understanding mentally what the fourth quarter represents. And I remember reading a couple years ago, some of y'all might, you know, be way more well-versed in, in this topic than I am. Um, and I'll probably do a topic on mental health uh, just because I know that's an important thing in, the, in this society, this day and age. It's an important topic. I have some people in mind that I want to bring on the show, um, and we'll make that happen soon, hopefully. Lord's willing. But. Um, I, I was doing some reading and they say, they say, whoever they are, you know, when we say they said something that really means you just don't have a valid source right now or don't really remember. So I'm just saying they said it because somebody said it. I was reading something a long time ago. But it said that during the holiday season, people tend to get depressed. And I remember like just kind of being thrown off by that myself, like because it don't make sense when you first hear it. Like, I thought holidays represented, like, happiness and things like that. But then you start peeling back the layers, and there's a bunch of reasons why. And I don't want nobody to get, you know, down and out today, so we're not going to go into that. But there are a bunch of reasons why people get like that. One of the reasons that I think um, could play into it, which was not one of the reasons I read about, but just something that I think about. I'm sure someone has, you know, written about it or, or said this before. 
But I think some of it is, you know, we start getting a little um, frustrated, tired in the fourth quarter. Because whenever you get towards, like, like close to something happening, especially if it hasn't been super easy for you, then you kind of get tense, you tired, you worn out, and you almost want to give up. That's something real interesting about when you get tired. Like, sometimes, uh, all right, here's the thing. You get tired, and it brings one or two things out of you. Either you feel like, all right, I've worked too hard to give up right now, so the one thing being tired can bring out of you is you start thinking about all the work you put in up until this point, and you start thinking like, yo, what's a couple more minutes in the fourth quarter of being tired? I got to see this thing through. The second thing, which can be dangerous, when you get tired or you get to the fourth quarter, it makes you want to give up because you start thinking like, you know what? I didn't came as far as I could come. Like, I didn't, I didn't did as, as much as I could do. Like, whatever, I'm done. So psychologically, you could think about it differently. And I think sometimes when we get to this fourth quarter, and, and it could be the fourth quarter in anything in your life, but when you're getting, like, close enough for it to be done, oddly enough, getting close to something makes some people give up on it. And I was thinking about this because, like, if you don't know, I'm a Lakers fan. Shout out, Lakers. I know that everybody out there is not sports fans, so don't worry. We're not going to get too crazy in the sports today. But um, the Lakers did win the championship um, this week. And we are all, like, we are officially two years old as a podcast this week. Um, I was really excited about approaching two years. And we are coming very, very close to episode 100 which I'm excited about as well. So this for me, in some ways, feels like a fourth quarter, like, you know, fourth quarter for the podcast. Like, I've never taken a break. I told myself I would never even consider missing a week until I at least got the episode 100. And I don't necessarily think I'm going to just get the episode 100 and then skip a week of the show. So don't worry to my faithful listeners. But I did say, like, after I get to 100, I can allow myself to take a vacation at some point. Uh, at least for a week or two, but I don't think that's happening no time soon. So you know what? Talking about the fourth quarter, my Lakers, I'm a LeBron fan. Um, you know, shout out to LeBron for getting his fourth ring with the Lakers. But it like watching the series, like it really made me think about some things. So game five, you had the Miami Heat and the Lakers, and it was a close game right, down to the wire in the fourth quarter. And something happened. I started looking at all the players, and they all were literally tired and worn out. And I noticed the Heat won that game, but what I noticed was the difference in that particular game was that when it got to the fourth quarter, the Heat dug deeper. And they like it seemed like they were like, we have come too far now to give up. And in that particular game, I looked at the Lakers, and their body language was telling me, man, like, I, I, we, I, I'm tired. Like, I can't do it. I can't go on. And the Heat end up winning that game, not because of the first quarter, not because of the second or third quarter, but they won because in the fourth quarter when they were tired, they still executed and pushed through. Now, I'm going to jump into a couple of scriptures today 
But, you know, the first one that comes to mind is, you know, don't like be not weary and well doing. Right. But we're going to look at a couple of scriptures. So I don't want to jump the gun. But but this is really about like when you get to the fourth quarter, when you get to the point where God is like right on the cusp, cups, cusp, cusp, I can talk. Of doing what he said he was going to do. Like now is not the time to give up. But I think what happens so many times for us is that we allow ourselves to get to the fourth quarter just to give up. You know what? I'm reminded of another NBA moment, and I'm going to actually play this moment, and then we're going to continue this conversation. But this is from 2016 when LeBron won his championship for his hometown, Cleveland Clap. Clear, I can talk. I promise I can talk. That's why I got a podcast. Problems I can talk. Okay, anyway, I'm having a, a bunch of tongue twisters today. I'm tired. It's the fourth quarter, y'all. I'm worn out. Let me just go ahead and say it. Let me just confess. I'm tired. I'm, I'm worn out. I'm just, I'm sweating, but I'm pushing through. I'm not really sweating in this studio, but, you know, I'm trying to paint the picture. 2016, the Cleveland Cavaliers are in a game seven, fourth quarter against the Golden State Warriors, who had the best record in NBA history. Cleveland has already come down in this series from three games to one. So they fought their way back all the way to the fourth quarter to win this game by four points. And I'm going to play the interview of LeBron James right after the game, after bringing a championship to his hometown, Cleveland, because I want you to listen just listen, and I look, I'm not trying to turn LeBron James into a preacher. That's not what I'm saying at all. Don't get me wrong. None of that happened in here. But I do find inspiration in things when I'm like, he went all season, all playoffs, all his life living in Cleveland. And so I want to hear how he talks right after he pushed through in the fourth quarter and actually had the victory. And the reason I'm playing this is because I want you to think about in your own life, what are you almost about to give up on right now? What have you put all your heart and soul and you know that it's God's will for you to do it? So it's not a matter of, is this my purpose or not at this point? It's just a matter of I'm tired and I've given so much and I'm like, but I'm almost there. And I want you to hear before you give up, like before you make the decision that the fourth quarter is too much for you. Because you tired like I'm tired. You've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. We, we on the same page. I feel you. But I want you to hear what winning sounds like. And ask yourself, am I willing to endure the fourth quarter to get to the win? As soon as that buzzer sounded, your emotions let loose. Can you describe what you're feeling right now? I set out a goal two years when I came back to bring a championship to the city, I gave everything that I had. I poured my heart, my blood, my sweat, my tears to this game. And against all odds, against all odds, I don't know why we want to take the hardest road. I don't know why the man above gives me the hardest road, but it's nothing the man above don't put you in situations that you can't handle. And I just kept that same positive attitude, like, instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland, this is for you. Oh. LeBron, 
You did what no other team had been able to do, coming back from a three-to-one deficit in the finals. And to do that, you had to win twice in a place that proved too much for so many teams. What did you find in game five here? Uh, just locked in. I had to change my approach a little bit on how I approached the game. I wasn't that good in the first two games here in this building. I watched a lot of film, detailed it out, changed my blueprint, and uh, we was able to put together some spectacular games after being down 3-1. History, we in the record books. We're the first team ever to come back from a 3-1 three, uh, three deficit. This is special. This is special. This is special. Now look, you can't tell me that didn't make you want to keep going. LeBron might not be your favorite player like he's my favorite player of all time. You may not even like sports. But it's something about listening to someone that just accomplished something that was difficult. And my point with the fourth quarter, when I really think about it from a sports perspective, like, it's easy for teams who was already blowing the other team out by the time the fourth quarter get here, they laughing and they having fun, and it's an easy win for them. And sometimes what we're looking for, even when we set our goals in the top of the year, is we're looking for the easy wins. We Like, a lot of us was looking for 2020 to be a blowout victory. And that's why it's been so difficult for a lot of us to deal with is because we got into a close game. And when you get into a close game, it always comes down to who executes in the fourth quarter. Don't give up in the first quarter. Don't give up in the second if it's tough. If you down in the third, keep going. And that's why I shared that clip, man, because LeBron and, you know, the Cavs, they were down to a great team, and they did not give up. And so when he got to the end of that, you hear how emotional he is because it meant something to come back. And sometimes we want the easy wins, but we're robbing ourselves of a great experience with a tougher win. When you got up, like when you know you earned something, when you know it took everything that you had to get it and you had to really be locked in, right? Faith without works is dead. So you had to add some work to your faith to get there. It's a beautiful thing, man. All right, so I know a lot of y'all tired of talking about sports. So we done with sports. Like, you good. Like, don't leave. Like, we, we still good. I appreciate you being here rocking with us. I am going to read a couple of scriptures, man. We, I'm going to just kind of share a couple of scriptures, hopefully with the purpose of encouraging you today and anybody out there who needs to be reminded of why they should keep going. Um, I think these couple of scriptures I'm going to share are going to help you a little bit. Now, I think this first one is actually going to be a blessing considering that we were just talking about athletics and sports. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, start at verse 24. Listen to what Paul says. And I'm reading from the NLT, the New Living Translation. Don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets to the prize? So run to win. 25. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. 26. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. 27. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should do. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, 
I myself might be disqualified. Woo! <laughs> this is getting me so hype. Man, like, the word of God is such a blessing. Like, you got to really, I'm sorry, man. I'm one of those people. I don't like to just read stuff or say stuff. It really has to marinate for me. Otherwise, it doesn't connect. So I'm sorry when I, like, say something and I got to go back to it and point out the point that you just heard. Like, but it's for me, like, maybe I'm being selfish. I'm sorry. I just assume, right, which is not a good thing, I know, that there's other people out there like me who don't like to just go past something good. So, so I want to just like call out a couple of things here. Like in 24, he said, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs. So let's just pause there. Everyone runs, right? And, and what happens is sometimes we pat ourselves on the back for doing something that everybody doing. It's like everybody made it through the third quarter, bruh. We tired in the fourth. We all did the same thing to get here. But there's something that's going to separate us. So Paul says, but only one person gets to the prize. Then he said, so run to win. I think a lot of times as Christians, we struggle with winning. We struggle with wanting to endure and do something for the purpose of winning. I get it. You super humble. You feel like, no, winning. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not supposed to happen. No, I'm not supposed to win. Look, it's nothing wrong with winning, man. It's nothing wrong with enduring and having victory. Like, that's a part of what we do as believers. That's a part of the natural life, right? But I love that in this situation, Paul is telling you there's a deeper purpose. So the reason why you should be running to win as a believer is that you understand that what you're really running for is deeper than the carnal thing. Like, so let's say, right, you, you do really well at work. You are the top salesperson and you win an award this year, right? That, that's going to fade away. What's not going to fade away is that if you were doing that and part of your purpose was to set an example to your friends, family, children, anyone around you, that we don't settle for less than. We work hard. There's a deeper purpose to why I'm doing this. It was never, the, the trophy is good, but it was never about the trophy. It was about the principle, the blessing, the lesson, the thing, the purpose that God wanted me to do. And I think sometimes we struggle with running to win because we haven't found purpose. And that's why, like, especially if you're a new listener to this show, that's why I'm always encouraging people Go back to episode one. I'm telling you, it's worth your time. Listen in order. I got an email, man, today um, from a gentleman. I won't say his name, you know, just because when people send me emails, that's a conversation between us. I'm not going to, like, say your name and put things out publicly. But there, there was a guy that, that emailed me, um, and I actually don't, I don't know this person. I, I, this is the first time he ever emailed me, which was a pleasant surprise. Um, that's why I encourage y'all to email me, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Share your feedback from the show. Uh, good and as, as well as crit criticism, critiques are welcomed as well, especially from my longtime listeners. Um, if you're brand new and you just you, you come at me too tough, I might cry and respond back with some tears, but it's all good. 
But this guy, you know, he sent me a message basically saying, look, I, I went back to episode one. I'm up to episode 27. He said the show has been a blessing to him and his wife. And I really appreciated this guy because he said, I had to start at episode one so that I can grow with you on the podcast. Otherwise, it's like opening up a book and starting at a random chapter. Look, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Like, if you, this show, the purpose of this show is to balance faith in business to guide you to your purpose. We're not just entertaining. We're not just talking. We're not gossiping. We're really trying to go somewhere. And in order to really find the strength to endure, you have to tap into purpose. Purpose is what separates winners and losers once you get to the fourth quarter. All right, let's keep reading this. I I don't even think I'm going to get to the other scriptures because this one is too good and I'm taking all my time. All right, so it says in verse 25, all athletes are disciplined in their training. They They do it to win a prize that will fade away. Okay, we talked about that. But 26, he says, so I run with purpose in every step. Come on, y'all. Somebody rock with me. Purpose in every step. I'm going to share something with y'all. This show, as much as it about, it's about guiding people to their purpose, it's literally have been about for two years, me da- uh, tapping and digging deeper into my purpose. Right, My purpose is to inspire God's people. But that is a continually evolving um, thing where I'm learning more. I'm getting better. I'm making mistakes. Like I'm going through the process with you guys. And what I can tell you, man, is that this studio is like a sanctuary to me. Like this is serious to me. When I'm in here, it's purpose in every step. It's purpose in every show. Like that's why I feel so strongly about people listening. Listen again. Share the show with a friend. I'm telling you, I'm asking every single week, man, share this show at least with one person. Like, send them a text message with the link and say, hey, do you want to be inspired? Are you about to give up? Listen to this before you give up. That, like, I'm in here, though, by the grace of God. There are times that I'm almost in tears. I'm so inspired. Sometimes the tears are because I'm tired. Some because I'm happy. Some like sometimes I ain't I ain't always crying though. Like it ain't that. I really probably cried twice. Um, you know, just to be real. But I'm it's like I find myself getting like emotional. I don't know if that's the right word. Like I don't know what the right word is, but I'm telling you, I feel the inspiration in my bones when I'm here. It's purpose. That's what I know. The spirit of God is here, and I know that it's purpose in what I'm saying and what I'm trying to do. And sometimes I get tired because it's the fourth quarter. And I'm like, I'm almost there. And I'm like, I know there's a deeper purpose. Is more and more people even starting to like actually reach out and, and tell me testimonies about how the show is actually helping them in their life. It, it's so much like that I'm doing in my regular life. Like, and I know that other people are there too. And I'm just telling you right now that we are in the fourth quarter. Don't give up now. I, I'm not telling you not to rest sometimes. Rest is important. Like you got to, you got to be wise. I'm not telling you to overdo it. I'm not telling you to hurt yourself, but man, when I watch sports, like it's bigger than entertainment for me. That's why I don't watch too much TV. But when I watch TV, it's like, yo, I'm looking for things, even in basketball and football games. I'm looking for those lessons of like, I'm looking like this dude is tired, but that championship means something to him. He might be thinking about the times he was a teenager 
outside dribbling the ball in the rain and like like there's purpose. He might be thinking about, you know, the people who told him he couldn't do it or the family that's depending on him to make it or the lives that he could change. There's something that makes people give all they have on a court. And I'm telling you, I feel like Paul. If people can give all they have on a basketball court and that fades away, there is no way in the world I will walk in my purpose that is given to me by Jesus Christ and that I found through his word and that I won't give it all and put it all on the line, on the table, and I'm tired, but I'm still going. And I'm telling you, I understand that, that, that you want to give up. I understand that you've been battered, you've been bruised, you, you've been knocked out and got back up again and knocked out again and got back up. But I'm telling you, it's the fourth quarter. And in the fourth quarter, the difference between winners and losers is execution. It's perseverance. It's persistence. These are the type of words that we actually need to look up. We need to look at the definition. We need to sit with it and think about it for a day. I, I'll tell you all this. I challenge you right now. Look up the word persistent. Look it up. Look up the definition of persistent. And simply ask yourself, am I persistent? How, how do I live out this word in my life? Do I live out this word in my life or do I have room to grow? All right, cool. I'm going to take a quick break, play the J. Will music song of the day. Um, today, I'm doing something pretty cool. I think it's cool. Hopefully you think it's cool as well. This is a song I've never let anyone hear before. I don't think I've ever played it on this show before. I'm almost 100% sure I haven't. This is a song called Waiting on You. And it was actually going to be on my project entitled Inspire God's People, which a lot of y'all listen to, by the way. Thank y'all, all the people who've been sharing it on uh, Instagram, uh, mostly. Uh, people email me, let me know they rocking with the music or, you know, make little posts in their stories, listening to it. That is pretty cool stuff. And I appreciate y'all for that. But this song was supposed to be on Inspire God's People. I ended up. Uh, not putting it on there. there. I probably recorded 16 to 18 songs for that project. And I think I had 10 or 11 on the project. So there's a few songs that didn't make it. Um, also, this was, um, I, it start, the idea started um, with a, a sermon that I preached. And um, I ended up chopping that sermon up and um, put some, like some words around it, I guess. And it's, it's a cool idea. I think I like it. It's called Waiting on You. Um, I actually mixed this version. This is kind of an unfinished version. Whenever I share something that didn't make a project, it's like literally a rough draft. Like this is not what it would have sounded like if it was done, but I think it's cool enough. And I think it's a message that you might enjoy, um, in the fourth quarter. So this is waiting on you by yours truly J will music. If you want to listen to my music, just type in J will music, J W I L M U S I C. That's J W I L music. And you can search me on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, and anything else that has music, or just Google J. Will Music. J. Will Music. Yeah. You know, the, the dope thing about the GPS is that it, that it recalculates, like, but the recalculation ain't really necessary unless you get off track. Like, if you just follow, like, what the GPS says, you will never be in a situation where you needed to recalculate. I found myself. Needing the Lord to recalculate my life. God recalculated me and put me back where I was supposed to be in the first place. The person that God created me to be. I'm waiting like a waiter, standing at your table with my pen and my paper. 
Would you like to order or take a look at the menu while I bring out the waters? I'm your server, you can say I'm at your service. I'm at your service like an usher and a deacon. But not just when I'm speaking, I'm not all about the teaching. I'm trying to learn something. I've been working all my life, I'm trying to earn something. Patience has the perfect job, I'm trying to let her work it out. I'm patient like a patient, and I'm patient, so no burning out. No more living at my wit's end. That's the common struggle with sin. When you let it worry, you get wins. When you give it to God, it gives. Sometimes in this life, we think that if we haven't lived this picture perfect life and never made a mistake or never had a rough moment, that we can't become who God called us to be. But I just want to encourage someone today, man, to let God recalculate your life. And the dope thing about it is when He does it, that's when He becomes that strength like no other, right? Like, like a lot of us don't think God is that strong, but the Bible says that in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. And a lot of times you're not experiencing the strength of God because you won't admit that you're weak. I won't move until you say move, Lord. Jesus Christ, the one who resurrected. The day you died on the cross was a blessing. I know it sounds kind of odd the way I said it, but think about it. He don't die and we ain't living. You thinking earth, I'm thinking heaven. You want the roads gold, I want the gold roads. And put your destination, cause you need God's direction. And when you wait on him, he's bound to bless you. And so like we walk around church and we trying to act a certain way and look a certain way. And we can't really experience the fullness of God's strength because we won't just say, Lord, I'm weak and I need you. Lord, I made a mistake and I need you to recalculate my life. I need you to get me back to the person that I was supposed to be from the get-go. And I need y'all to know today, um, I I really want to talk graciously and very thoughtful today. I want to make sure that the way that I say things today, um, I want to make sure you know that nothing is meant to uh, offend or condemn you. Everything that I'm saying today, I want to make sure that it's done graciously because I believe that God can use that grace and plant a seed in your life there to change your life. You just heard Waiting on You by yours truly, J-Will Music. That song has never been released and never been heard by anyone other than my wife and my producer, Red. So, yeah, hopefully you like that. As a matter of fact, if you did like that song, um, I'm willing to send that, you know, unfinished copy to you via email. Just hit me up, Music at gmail.com, all one word, J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. W-I-L-S-O-N music at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, just put in the subject box waiting on you and I will respond with an MP3 of that song and you can listen to it whenever you want to. Look, man, that scripture in first Corinthians blessed me like for real, for real, um, to the point that I got another um, story. I want to go to Genesis 19. But when I when I think about that first Corinthians scripture, when Paul said, I run with purpose in every step, live like that. Like, that, like if you don't take nothing else from what I might talk about on this show today, live like that. That's how I strive to live, man. It's tough. I get it. We all make, when I tell you, I make mistakes. I'm super imperfect. I'm like, sometimes I, 
I only know stuff because I made the mistake already. You know, like I, I was actually, um, I had someone from work call me today um, and they needed some advice because they had gotten some uh, constructive criticism and it was it was tough for them to receive. And um, they just needed help to understand that this person didn't have a problem receiving criticism, but it was tough for, for him to figure out how do I like he, he was struggling to make the connection. So we talked for 35 minutes and um, that's always a blessing to me to be able to connect and, and kind of guide people through things. Um, and he was like, man, like I knew you were going to have this great perspective. Um, and I was like, bro, I only know this because I got the same problem. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, like, man, it's no point in acting like I'm any different than you. You know what I mean? Like I'm God is put me in a position and I'm thankful for the position to help guide people to their purpose um, and to be that guide and to be, you know, someone that the Lord can use like that, even at work. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I have no shame in being like, look, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not above you. I'm look, I'm, I'm just like you. I, I understand and speak to it clearly because I too struggle in the same area. So anyway, let's check out Genesis chapter 19. Uh, right now, man, I'm just talking about waiting on God, allowing God to order your steps. That's what this is about. If, if you really listen to the words and the song and the sermon that I was talking about, like allowing God to be your GPS and, and him to tell you where to go and when to go. And, and sometimes we get a, we get ahead of God and he have to keep recalculating us. I've been there a million times, like where he had to keep recalculating me. By the grace of God, I've come to a point in my life where I'm like, hey, you know what, Lord? Um, let's just try to follow you the first time now. So when you tell me to do something, tell me to go somewhere or not to go somewhere, let me, let me try doing it your way and let's see where that gets us. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something like super important for us to think about is, are you following the Lord's step? Um, and then when you... As you're waiting on God, when he tells you to go, don't not go. Don't hesitate once he tells you to go. Because I think that's something that we can struggle with, too. It's like you've been sitting around waiting on the Lord to, like, give you purpose and tell you what to do and where to go. And then he lays it out clearly. Like, bam. Oh, episode 97. You 97 episodes in. And it's like, uh, we still ain't taking the first step. I want y'all to be able to do that. So if anybody's out there, number one, we 97 episodes in. I don't want you quitting in the fourth quarter this year. Maybe you gave up last year. Maybe last year, and I'm not mad at you. You quit last year. I've quit before. I know what it feels like. But it's time for us to grow. It's time for us to do things that we've never done before to the glory of God according to his will. And so, like, we, we don't have to settle for being less than. You are not less than, okay? You don't. And look, when God tells you to go beyond something, don't look back at your past. Don't get caught up in what was back there, because let's be real. Sometimes the further we get away from the past, the more we be like, you know what? I mean, it wasn't that bad, though, was it? And that's that's human nature. Human nature is you, you're in something, you don't like it. Then you get out of it and you start thinking, you know what? Like. Why, why did I leave there? Yeah, yep, you left there for a reason. God told you to leave there for a reason. So don't look back. 
All right, so turn with me to Genesis chapter 19, verse 12. This is the story of Lot when uh, Sodom and Gomorrah is about to be destroyed. He's living in Sodom with his wife and family. And uh, here's what happens where we pick up in verse 12. Reading from the NLT, New Living Translation. Meanwhile, the angels questioned Lot. Do you have any other relatives here in the city, they asked. Get them out of this place, your son-in-laws, your sons, daughters, or anyone else. Verse 13, for we are about to destroy this city completely. The outcry against this place is so great, it has reached the Lord, and he has sent us to destroy it. So, pause. What you have here is you have a situation where these angels come to Lot to tell him, hey, you know, this is a warning. God sent us to destroy this place, showing you a little grace and mercy here. By the grace of God, uh, your relation to Abraham is getting you some favor. So we want to get you and your family out of here before we destroy the place. Seems pretty point blank to me, people. The angels jump on me out of nowhere. First of all, after I pass out, um, when you get me back up, there we're going to get up out of here. OK, we good to go. Let's pick it up at 14. See what Lot did. So Lot rushed out to tell his daughters, uh, fiancés, quick, get out of the city. The Lord is about to destroy it. But the young men thought he was only joking. Ain't that messed up sometimes, man? You out here preaching your heart out, telling people what God told you to say. And you like, <laughs> and people just looking at you like, you playing, right? Like, yeah, you, you just joking. It's like, no, I'm serious. We're balancing faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Ah, okay, okay. Whatever you say, Jay. Faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Okay, man, I'm about to go to the club. Back to the Bible. Uh, let's see, verse 15. At dawn the next morning, the angels became insistent. Hurry, they said to Lot. Take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Get out right now or you will be swept away in the destruction of the city. 16. When Lot still hesitated, the angel seized his hand in the hands of his wife and two daughters and rushed them to safety outside of the city, for the Lord was merciful. Let's take a, a pause right there. Hold on. So ain't it crazy to you that he still hesitated? These angels been dealing with you a couple days, telling you to get up out of here. You went and, and to tell your, um, your daughter's fiancés, and is it because they thought you were joking that then you started hesitating on like, man, is this really real? And I'm just telling you, I'm not saying that's why he did it. But in my mind, it's like, man, don't I'm telling myself, don't allow how other people react to cause you to hesitate on the word and call of God. Like, don't let the fact that they are not like running with purpose in every step that nobody's hearing you on that. It's like, Hey man, Paul said in first Corinthians, I got to run with passion and purpose and all this. And people are like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, I'm going to the club. And then because they have that reaction, you start doubting the word of God based on how other people reacted to it. All right, cool. We moving on. Verse 17. Thank God for his mercy. When they were safely out of the city, one of the angels ordered, run for your lives and don't look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. Now, once again, the angels are given some very, very 
like clear instructions, run safely for your lives and don't look back. All right. So Lot in verse 18 and 19 uh, does some begging. He don't want to go to the mountains because this disaster would catch him there. Uh, so there was a small village nearby. Please let me go to this village. Please let me go to the village. And now we pick up at verse 21. All right, the angel said, I will grant your request. I will, I will not destroy the little village. 22, but hurry up, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. All right, 23, Lot reached the vi village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. 24, then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur, sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. 25. He utterly destroyed them, along with the other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. 26, y'all, last scripture. But Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind him, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Now, I know a million people have preached a, you know, a sermon about Lot's wife and looking back and all her turning into salt. Like, my whole thing is, what, what, I, what really stuck out to me is, why did she look back after all the warnings, right? Because it wasn't like they didn't tell her multiple times, like, run for your lives, don't look back. And what it makes me think about is, how many times has, has God been gracious and merciful towards us and given us a first chance, a second chance, a third chance? But like, if we just be honest, man, sometimes we act like we want you to turn us into salt. And that's the only way we're going to listen when it's too late. And so I'm saying this to you now, and I'm sharing this with you because in this fourth quarter, right, like listen to the warnings. In this fourth quarter, listen to whatever the Lord is saying, like do. Whatever, when you read in the word of God, however God is speaking in your life, Whatever, whatever passages of scripture just keep popping up every day, right? Like sometimes we don't realize the Bible is the word of God. To me, God's word, that means that's how he talks. And people be like, man, do God talk? To me, the, the whole Bible is God talking. And if I'm in a situation where three days in a row, a certain scripture, hey, be not weary and well-doing. I'm seeing it on TV. I heard it on the radio. Like if I keep hearing that, then to me, God, through his word, is trying to tell me something. What I'm telling you right now is don't ignore that, his word this time. Because there comes a point in time where it's too late. And I know nobody wants to hear that. I know that's tough to hear. But think about it if we're being honest. How many people go out here and live any type of way and end up dying in the streets or dying in sin, let's just call it. Let's not make it personal to the streets, but dying in sin. You know how many times God probably gave that person in their life to accept him, accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior? And for whatever reason, they didn't do it. Now, what sticks out to me is everybody got the same warning. The, the son-in-laws or the fiancés, the daughters, the lot, everybody got the same exact warning. Paul said it earlier. Everybody runs the race. So, so what am I saying? What's my point? We're in the fourth quarter. Everybody's here, right? 
But what's going to separate you is how you execute during this time. Execute. What you mean by that, Jay? Okay. Are you going to adhere to the word of God? If God says go to the mountain or the village, are you going to go? Or are you going to halfway walk, take a step and look back at the thing he told you to go away from? And that's where the challenge comes in for a lot of us is because we can't just walk towards what God told us to do. We are so infatuated with the thing that he told us to leave that we just we going to just turn into salt a hundred times. Like some of us then turn into salt, turn back into a human being, keep looking back, turning into salt again. My thing is, at what point in life do you get tired of being salty? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so just hear me out on this. Like in this time in your life, if you're listening to this show, let this be a sign that it's time for you to keep walking forward. It's time for you this time not to second guess God, not to question the purpose in your life, not to because we know again, everybody heard it, right? They heard the same warning. She heard the same thing Lot heard, but she didn't execute it. She didn't, she didn't actually go out and do what was told to her. See, that's where for me, like, you have to be a hearer and a doer of the word. And I think sometimes we become so accustomed to hearing things um, that we just think hearing it is enough. And that's why, like, there are times that I revisit topics or talk about things again or, or at least tell y'all, like, listen to an episode again, because I think sometimes we think just hearing it one time is enough. It's not. Hearing something one time, what, you get excited today? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm inspired. I feel good. Then you forget about it in two weeks. Sometimes that's why you think about the Bible. Like, we, we have to meditate on the word of God. Look, man, I'm telling y'all the things that God is calling you to do at this point in your life, you need to meditate on them. In the fourth quarter, that's what's going to get you through. In the fourth quarter, it's the word that's hidden in your heart that's going to allow you to make it without sinning in the fourth quarter. Like, but if you don't have a word in you and then you get in the fourth quarter and things get tight and you in a close game, you're not going to make it because you need purpose to make it in the fourth quarter. When things get tough, when you start questioning, when things get tired, the only thing that keeps you going is purpose. And that's why we're trying to guide you to your purpose. That's why I'm seeing people, by the grace of God, who've been listening to this show for a year or two, they're starting to unlock their purpose. Some sooner, some later, it takes time. It is a process. We've been upfront about that from day one. You know what? I got another scripture for you. Like the here, here go. We're going to go to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter four. Let's read one through three, maybe uh, one and two, one and three. I don't know. Whatever. Let's read it. Reading from the New Living Translation, NLT, for those of you who want to read with me. Verse one says, God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Verse two, for this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. Woo! Listen, I want you to understand something. Hebrews 4 and 2 is, is saying, like, two people can hear the gospel. Like, it could be preached to me. 
It could be preached to you, but only the person who mixes it with faith will get anything out of it. Only the person who has purpose will get anything out of it in the fourth quarter. Look, by the grace of God, you know, thousands of people will likely hear this podcast, right? But thousands of people run every day. But the people who run with purpose will really tap into the real benefits of this content. I believe you are that person. I believe you are listening to this, and that means you have the ability to be that person that doesn't just hear something on the surface and want to be entertained or, oh, let's move on to the next thing. This is boring. I'm tired of this. Oh, you're talking about scriptures today. Oh, that ain't good. Like, I'm talking today to the people who are mixing this with faith. If you are the person that's mixing this with faith, you are the person I'm creating this episode for. Because I right now am running with purpose in every single step. I'm in the fourth quarter. I'm tired. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm bent over and like breathing hard with my hands on my knees like basketball players do. But the reason I'm still in the game is because I'm running with purpose in every step. Because I understand that there is a reason. There is a need for this. And I'm telling you that there is a need for what God has called you to do. There is purpose in your life. For 97 episodes, I've been trying to tell you that you have a purpose. I want you to unlock that purpose. I want you to listen to this again if you have to. I want you to go back to an episode. Pick any one. Look at the names and the titles of the episode. See which ones resonate with you for what you need right now. If you heard it before, listen again. If you don't want to listen again, share it with a friend. That doesn't make sense, but I only said it because it rhymes. And so this is the end. Is the end. Guys, people, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed what you heard, subscribe at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That way you can hear the show every single week. Also, you can find us at inspireguyspeople.com. Hit the drop-down box and select podcast. Yo, email me, Music at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about the show. What type of topics and interviews do you want to hear next? And always remember, if you don't like me, just act like you like me. If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I surf below the surface, it's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.